Hey everybody, Pat Masidi here and uh, 2.15 up here in Brisbane. Let me just get my camera in a better angle there. And just when you think mega church pastors couldn't get any more woke, any more deceived, any more out of touch, any more progressive, any more, well, basically fallen into the spirit of witchcraft, out comes this guy. Let me read you an article. I mean, it, on, honestly, if, if this was a joke, it, 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 but it's not a joke. This is what these people are thinking. Now, let me just say this about this church. This mega church in Georgia, and please don't say, oh, it's in America, it doesn't affect us. I'm telling you, you've got these very same clowns here. Mega church pastor Jamal Bryant wants to reach the masses and he has an unorthodox strategy to do it. The pastor of Atlanta's new birth missionary Baptist church. <laughs> Maybe they should have put him in the baptismal tank a little bit longer. Wash his brain out a bit. Talked about his plans during a recent appearance on the Cool Cora podcast with Rashan Ali. This is what he says. New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America. I'm sure those wonderful people in that congregation bought that lamb so they could grow weed instead of preaching Christ crucified and the good news of the gospel, which sets people free. Now, I'll get to some of my, my insight in this whole drug thing. Remember, I was a director of a drug rehabilitation center. Let me keep reading. Brian said, Brian said, my, my position to my deacons is we are not raising cannabis, question. He added he was looking for male congregants that smell like weed. I'm sure the kids in ghettos who are fatherless Hungry, homeless, I'm sure they're looking for that kind of father as well. This guy ought to be kicked to the curb. Yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. More men in this case, and again, I, you know, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying what this man said. He's an African-American pastor, largest landowners in Georgia, where, by the way, it's illegal to do this. He wants his male congregants that smell like weed. Maybe he should encourage them to use deodorant. That might be a good thing. When asked what he meant by this, Brian explained that he wants to introduce concepts of sustainable farming and preserving the ecosystem by teaching men how to handle business. How about you try this? Get a job. Stop living off welfare. Sustainable ecosystem. Has he been hanging around Joshua? It gets better. I'll be able to bring in black males. I'll be able to do it legally. <laughs> I'm teaching them farming. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. Brian explained. So if the guy, black boy in Bankhead said, they're growing weed at this church. Where do I join? I don't need no pamphlet for him. 
Culturally, sadly, marijuana is increasingly acceptable today. And even in America, 6% of Protestants believe that it should be legalised. you got one problem, Mr. Bryant. Let me just break this down for you piece by piece. Number one, uh, it's illegal in the state of Georgia. Number two, shouldn't you be encouraging these young men or these African-American young men already confused? Shouldn't you be encouraging them to maybe get a job? Number two, you want to raise a generation of kids whose fathers smell like weed. I'm sorry? Number three. Have you really worked? Let me tell you, most of these pastors like this, and I'm going to get in trouble for this one, they're so successful, they wouldn't know what it's like to be hungry. Most of these pastors in like this are so financially rich, they wouldn't know what it's like to go without a meal. And this guy, this guy with his megachurch, the biggest landowner in the Baptist church, where is the Baptist church dealing with this? Of course, they're silent, like they are always. But let me get you to the issue of marijuana. Firstly, I want you all to just remember, I was the director of Teen Challenge in New South Wales. Marijuana, number one, is a gateway drug. I've never met, rarely, rarely met an addict who did not start with marijuana. Marijuana is a gateway drug, number two. In Revelation, we read that the merchants of the earth, the kings of the earth, were deceived by pharmakia. Now, if you think Jesus was not offered drugs, let me assure you that when Jesus was in pain on the cross, they offered him a drug to kill the pain. The problem is that this guy, rather than healing the pain of a broken African-American community and white community with a serious drug problem already that causes crime, abandonment of families, you're not healing their pain. Now, I know some of you say, oh, medicinal marijuana. Let me tell you, I've heard that story long and hard for many years. I could tell you story after story of young men that used certain drugs because of back pain and everything else and then got charged from breaking in it. Go and tell this to some ning-nong preacher who hasn't had a clue what it's like to bring people with addiction problems into their homes. This very week, yesterday, actually, fact, I had to help a family whose 15-year-old son has issues with drug and has wasted over $20,000 because ning-nongs like this bloke can't stand up and preach a gospel, which is good news and freedom and healing to the brokenhearted. Next thing about marijuana. Marijuana, scientific evidence shown to cause schizophrenia. Please, please follow Andrew Huberman, H-U-B-E-R-M-A-M, Andrew Huberman, too long for me to talk about his research. This guy is just a genius in this whole area of marijuana. So number one, it's a gateway drug. Number two, the amount of psychotic behavior caused by marijuana. Number three, it, 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 it has two effects to some people. Number one, it deadens certain things. It's known to destroy creativity. Also with young men, it is known to affect their ability to function Sexually, maybe in this culture, it would be a good idea. 
And I know I'm going to get slammed for that statement. Because the amount of fathers out there, I've worked in the streets of Camden, New Jersey. I've worked in the streets in the slum ghettos of New York and everywhere else and and in downtown Los Angeles. And I've seen the pain caused and that young children face because of abandonment, because their dads, especially, and their mums, I've got to say, are bound out by drugs. And marijuana has always been the gateway drug. The next thing is this, the amount of problems of anxiety, depression, mental illness, stifling creativity. I could go on and on and on and on, but I can't spend hours on these rants. And let me just say this, any parent that allows this in their home, I'm going to tell you something, you need to get your head read. If you think, well, what's the difference between marijuana and alcohol? Think, do your research. I'm not propagating either of the two, but I'm telling you, what guys like this Pastor Bryant is doing, very well-dressed, mega church. I mean, seriously. And he's looking for males that smell like weed. How about you look for males that smell with the aroma of Christ? As at least what my Bible tells me. These are shepherds who are blind and they are leading the blind. Sadly, in Australia, we've got a few just like them. Let me reiterate. Number one, in the state of Georgia, it's illegal. That's the first thing. So now he's breaking the law. Number two. Marijuana is a gateway drug. Number three, it affects in areas of depression, anxiety, impotency. You show me a kid that starts smoking weed from a very young age and I'm going to show you a kid that his emotional growth and mental growth have been stifled. Now, I'm 63 years of age and I've worked with young people since I was 18 I bet you this bloke hasn't cancelled one kid. And those people in that church did not buy that land for you to grow weed. And if you think that's going to stop the incarceration of young men, and if you think that is the way to attract people to the gospel, you are more blind. And I'm going to tell you straight, you're doing Satan's work. With preachers like this, we don't need the enemy and the devil to be fighting us. The problem we have right now, and I want to close with this, deception is an inside job. And the master said, there are many of you that are going to say, Lord, 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 I ne-, and Jesus is going to say, I never knew you. Now, I know this has been an overtly Christian rant today, but that's, that's how I feel it. But if you look also psychological, scientific, emotional, mental health, look up Andrew Huberman and you will see that what I'm saying is right. This is evil. Now, tomorrow afternoon, I have a very, very special guest, very special guest from the USA. 
And we're going to really help you tomorrow prepare for 2023. He is arguably one of the most powerful young voices in America and is going to share with you all how to make your 2023 a lot better than your 2022. Could you please do me a favour? Could you share this message? Go and join us, please, on our on our other platforms, mercedes.com forward slash links. And also Sunday morning on Reborn. Now, we've had a few issues uh, with YouTube and everything else. So you can join us here on Facebook or if you're not on part of our Telegram group, Prayer and Pushback, it's all on there. If you go to our links, all our platforms are there. On Sunday, I'm going to be speaking on the spirit of the age, exposing the spirit of the age. I know it's going to be an eye-opener. So tomorrow afternoon, we're going to be presenting a very, very inspiring session, Sunday on Reborn, and, of course, in the Christmas season, we've got some amazing stuff we've got prepared for you. God bless you, folks. Hey, let's pray that this guy repents, man. Seriously. He wants... He's African-American male in his church to smell like weed. Wow. He needs serious bread. God bless you. Have a prosperous life.